you want to learn more about effective management, head over to madsingers.com and sign up for my free management training. Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Lucas Root. Welcome, Lucas. Thank you so much for having me, Mads. It is super exciting episode today. We're going to talk a lot about community. But just before we jump into that, Lucas, would you mind giving the audience a little bit of background on who you are and how you ended up where you are right now? I would be delighted. Thank you. <laughs> um, I uh, I went to college. I got a good degree. I went and got a job. Um, I, I more or less followed that societally programmed track. Um, my good job was on Wall Street. I was there for 17 years. I was in mergers and acquisitions. Um, ironically, and and I would say this is actually true in my own experience as well, people think of Wall Street as the antithesis of community. Um, and and I tend to agree. So it's funny to, to look back at my career as the antithesis of community where um, when I was in mergers and acquisitions, my job was to rebuild the companies on the back end of a merger. So, you know, the, the big wigs decide to put two companies together and somebody's got to figure out how to make that happen. So I was, again, ironically, I was the guy building community from a place of, um, uh, of rampant overindulgence in competition. Um, a, a, an amazing, an absolutely amazing experience that I wouldn't trade for the world. Um, but now, uh, uh, seven years ago, I launched my own consulting company. Um, I, I landed my largest and still um, best client, the Pokemon company. I've been working with them for the entire seven years. I have a few others as well. Um, the, the companies that I work with tend to be uh, very strong brands who don't like to execute um, so what that means is they, uh, you know, they like to come up with ideas about how to approach the market and then outsource the entire thing. And that's where I come in. That sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. Um, yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit more about community. Like what, how, as a business owner in a small business, like what, what's, what's sort of the value add from a community standpoint that you feel that business owners could learn from and benefit from? Love it. Um, so there, there are two different communities that we should talk about in this case. Um, community number one, the obvious community, is the community that you serve as a business owner. Now, um, in order to be deeply in service to your community, you need to have a couple of um, elements in place inside of that community. You need to have a unique language that the people inside the community use when they're talking to each other. And you know what I mean when you think about this. Think about when you're getting together with your, your actual family and the way that you guys talk in your family. You use words and phrases and um, a rhythm to your speech and body language that's unique inside your family. And you don't speak the same way. You don't gesture the same way. You don't have the same rhythm when you're speaking with people who are not part of your family. And it's that kind of unique language, which is true to varying degrees of depth that you will find in every community. Now, the community that you serve as a small business owner, they have a unique language. 
And the better that you can help that language express itself, the more clearly you're going to understand the needs of the community that you serve. Now, we can go much wider here. This is a topic that I've been spending an enormous amount of time on over the last couple of years, um, so much so that I'm, I'm working on my own publications. I'm writing a book. It's, it's really a powerful topic. But there's another community that's worth talking about, and that's the community of the business, the people that serve from within your team, your, um, you know, your, your executors, the community of people that are working with you to make sure that you're serving those needs. That second community, the community of the business, it works very differently from the community that you are serving with the business, right? The community of the business, again, they have a unique language. They have a purpose. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, they, they, they engage in projects, and the projects inside the business are different from the projects of the community the, uh, that you serve. The projects inside the business are getting the work done, but it's also working towards a better business and better relationships inside the business. And if, the more that you think about the people that are serving from within the business as a community, the more clear it is that building that community as a community creates better productivity because people will show up feeling like, you know, they're working together towards something that's important. And yes, having a purpose is part of that, but building it as a community is really what brings it together. Does that make sense, Mads? That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, and how do you influence that? Um, yeah, awesome question. Start by engaging your business as a community instead of as your employees. Um, but believe me when I tell you just that small shift is going to make a huge difference. Um, number two, in order to be an effective community, you have to express that unique language. So as a business leader, help people to discover the unique language of the community of your business and help them express that language, help them start to get into the rhythm of speaking with each other inside that unique language. Help that language be a language of building and growth. It's not just using the words of the purpose of the business. It's actually the unique language of your community expressed, right? Um, and part of the way to do that, people are like, what? I don't understand. Like I spent 20 years inside my family building the language of my family. That's right. And it's a deep, deep, well-ingrained, well-expressed language. The community of your business doesn't have to be as deep, as well-ingrained as the community of your family. But you still need to do the same sorts of things that you did with your family to build and express those language purpose, um, the depth of connection inside the community. So uh, number one, the language, I mentioned it. Number two, you need to have projects. Now, part of the, and I mentioned this already, part of the projects that you need to have in your business in order for you to build that business as a community are, of course, the things that directly bring profit, but it's more than just that. Um, more and more people are talking about, you know, having team days and do this and do that to build team dynamic. And I would like to repurpose that conversation into we're not building team dynamic, we're building community. And, and again, when you look at it differently, 
you'll act and behave differently and the results will be different even if you're bringing the same products um, to that interaction. So um, have sense. projects, right? So have, have projects that build up the community, projects that improve people's skills, projects that improve people's um, interconnectedness inside your business, projects that improve people's willingness to engage with each other and deepen the language that they do so. And I reckon that's also why values are generally so important, right? Because they, they kind of help build this community feeling of, you know, we're working for the same thing. We are thinking in a similar way. And, and I guess that also helped build language somehow. Yeah. Um, when it's well used, I completely agree. I think people use the word values and, you know, they, they come up with a, a list of five something or others and they go paint it on their wall. And then that's the end of that. Sure, sure. But uh, I mean, when people are actually like, when you see companies that are living and breathing their values, I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they're living and breathing their values, and you're 100% right, Mads, it's because it became part of their language. They, they found a way to bring that into the language, ingrain it in the way that people express themselves inside the community of the business. And as that happens, it deepens their connectivity. And, and in fact, it makes it easier for people to speak to each other because they're all speaking in that unique language. You know, and we're, I'm not talking about inventing some new language outside of English. I'm talking about taking English, the base language that we use, and using it, molding it into something that's much more efficient for this community, efficient for creating connection, efficient for sharing ideas, efficient for getting work done. Because um, ultimately, all communities do need to get work done, right? The work that moves that community forward towards its purpose. And then efficient for each person inside the community to feel like they're connected to the community, right? That's, that's what a unique language is supposed to do. And as we bring the company values into the language and express yourself through those, um, it deepens that connection faster. So you're right. Excellent. That makes sense. That makes sense. And what what does a great community look like? Like what what as a business owner, what should you aim for? Awesome question. I'm so excited. <laughs> I really am. This is this is becoming one of my favorite topics. Uh, a a business that has a really well expressed culture. Um, here are some things that I think you're going to notice, and I haven't even built KPIs around this yet. I haven't I haven't built this into the language of business yet. But here are the things that you're going to notice. Um, problems are still going to occur, but when they occur, people are going to be very efficient and effective at sharing those problems with the right people, they're going to know who to go to, right? That's part of the language is knowing who to go to. Ironically, knowing who to go to is part of the language, which is kind of a cool thing to say. Um, so they're going to know who to go to. They're going to know how to communicate the problems. And those problems will, from the perspective of management or outside, right? From an outside perspective, a third party perspective, the problems will just solve themselves. So they'll come up, but they'll solve themselves. Now, inside, you know, inside the business watching the actual cogs turn, what, what you're seeing isn't that the problems solve themselves. What you're seeing is an efficiently run organization 
but it's not run efficiently because you built efficiency. It's run efficiently because community is the superpower of, of humanity, actually. And as we move into community and embrace it, we actually create efficiency in a way that's far better than just engineering it. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, is that as exciting for you, Mads, as it is for me? <laughs> yeah, I, I like the whole, I mean, I spend a lot of time on these things, right? And, and that, I mean, my, my focus is always around building, te- building solid teams, right? And getting the most out of them. And it, it mm. totally makes sense, this whole community feeling and particularly the language piece and, and so on, right? One, one of the things when you join any larger corporation, you always have these like abbreviations and it's like, for the first two months, you don't know what the hell people are talking about, but then you kind of get into <laughs> the language and you start understanding what, what everyone else is actually talking about because the language is very unique to that business. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, let's look at other teams that we consider to be really high performing. Um, uh, warfare teams, for example, they they have the language that they speak when they're in the barracks. They have a different language that they speak when, when they're out, you know, in the field. And they have yet a third language that they speak when, um, you know, they're they're close to a group of 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 uh, enemy combatants, let's say, and and they need to be, you know, very specific, very fast. Um, sometimes they use hand signals because they can't speak out loud. Uh, and keeping in mind that each of these unique languages is unique both to the team, but also unique to the situation. And as a community, that team is able to smoothly switch between the languages of the situation in order to be most efficient for that situation. And don't think that spending time in barracks isn't about efficiency. From a community perspective, it is about efficiency, but the purpose of that situation is different than the purpose of the situation outside in, you know, in, in a, a combat scenario. When you're in the barracks, you're, you're resting, you're relaxing, you're recovering. You still need to be efficient and productive at those things. And as a community, we're moving towards efficiency in that effectively. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of it from a because fundamentally you have both, as you mentioned, you have the the business side, so your employees and so on, and you have as well as you mentioned the customer side. So so building or, or benefiting from understanding the community and the customer side, is that really just doing customer research and you know getting into that community and getting to know them, or do you have any particular shortcuts or anything in that direction? Yeah. So I've, this is fun. I've, I've actually identified the five elements of community that allow you to understand when community is present. Um, and in understanding this list of five, you can actually start engaging with the community at each of these elements in order to deepen your capacity to um, understand the community, to create connection between the community and yourself. Um, and to deepen the connection inside the community, which ultimately is actually something a business owner wants. A business owner wants the community of customers that they serve to be deeply connected because that helps drive interest back to the business, right? So the five elements are that unique language is number one and number one for a reason. Um, The purpose of the community, if there is no purpose, there is no community. So there must be a purpose for the community. And 
um, the community that you serve, the purpose probably is not to buy your product, right? So <laughs> don't, don't, don't go down that trap. It's, it, it is a trap. There is a purpose that is separate from buying your product and your product helps achieve the purpose of that community. And the better that you understand the language, again, this is why language is first, the better you're going to be able to understand the purpose of that community and speak to it and speak through that purpose to the, the community themselves. So language purpose. The third one is project. So a, a community, a, a group of people that have a unique language and a purpose, but do not engage in projects are not a community. So identify the projects that this community is engaging in and get involved. Um, show up, help out, um, help out in a way that is not directly contributing to your profit. And, and of course, you know, nobody is confused here, me, me least of all, you're, you're looking to create more profit opportunities, but trust me, show up, engage in those projects. The profit opportunities will come your way the more deeply engaged with the community you are and the more engaged the community is with you, right? So language purpose project. Um, number four is value, not values, but value, right? So the community gives a value to the members of the community as a community. Typically the value and the purpose of the community are similar and related. Um, additionally, the members bring value to the community. So it's bi-directional, right? They receive a value, they bring a value. And the same is true for you as a business serving that community. You receive a value profit and you bring a value to the community. The value is not just your product. I'm going to say that again, because this is really important. The value is not just your product. The value is additionally the attributes that you bring as an entrepreneur and can bring to bear on behalf of that community. And this is why number three is project, the one that comes before value, showing up and engaging in those projects and bringing the value that you have to those projects is really what's going to deepen that connection of you in the community, of the community with you. That makes sense as well. That makes sense as well. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I mean, that's also makes sense why some businesses, they might have a great product, right? But they don't understand how to sell it. Um, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Super interesting, mm. Lucas, super interesting. Thank you. I, I get super fired up talking about this stuff in a good way. I mean, this is, you know, you can't see this because it's a podcast, but I am actually grinning ear to ear. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um yeah i think uh i think that's excellent lucas any any particular resources you can recommend for people that want to look into this more yes um i i would love it if people hopped over to um to my website my website is elementsofcommunity.us um and I chose the dot us because community is us intentionally. I actually was really excited that that worked out like that. <laughs> yep. So elements of community dot us um, and, uh, and dig in there. I actually will have a book uh, available I, sometime within the next month, um, depending on when this episode goes live. Yep. That sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah. 
And if people are eager to connect to you, what's the best ways to do so? I'm very active on Instagram. Uh, you can find me Instagram forward slash uh, at Luke Root, L-U-C-R-O-O-T. And the same is true on LinkedIn. I'm less active there. I'm very active on Instagram. Fantastic. We will make sure we add that to the show notes so people can easily find you and connect to you. So thank uh, you. Th- Thank you very much for sharing all your knowledge and expertise today, Lucas. That was great. And it was super interesting. My pleasure. I, I hope your audience loves it and, and spreads the word because I think community is super important. Yep. That uh, Yeah, I love the concept and uh, I love everything about it. So thank you so much to the audience. We'll be back again next week. Thank you for hanging on all the way to the end. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.